Amen. This is where you develop. Now, tonight, I want Bible study to be impactful. Amen to your life. Thank you, ushers. I, I, I want you to come. I want you to be ready. I want you to anticipate something. Um, you know, I, I always, whenever I see myself vacillating over a subject, um, you know what I mean by vacillating. <clears throat> I don't know if I'm going to do it. Should I do it? Maybe I should leave that subject matter alone. I always say to myself, ah, we're on to something here. And so tonight, <clears throat> we've been talking about, um, in this series, we've been talking about true versus false conversion, correct? Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a quiz today. Let me see one of those mics. Amen. It's quiz time tonight. Amen. I want to see... I want to see if you've learned anything. And uh, we have an audience that's watching online, so I just want to, you know, you can keep your mask on. So that way, you know. But I want to know what you've learned so far. Come on, help me. Uh, who wants to go and tell me what you've learned throughout? I've been here for a little while talking about true versus false conversion. And, and last time we met together, we talked about how, um, you know, under pressure, the sun, when the sun starts shining, right, what does it do? What does it do? It reveals what? It reveals the true nature of your character. When you go to work and you come under pressure, when you go home and you're under pressure, when you uh, go out into the world and you're under pressure, it reveals. I think Medina says she's looking at the notes and she's going to go first. There you go, my dear. Oh, you have a mic. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead, Medina. I'm ready for you. Amen. I'm ready for you, baby. Go ahead. Here, here's the mic. Here's the general mic. So somebody hold on to that. Amen. I'm ready, baby. Just read your notes. That's all you got to do. Amen. We wait. We ain't got much time now. I only allotted like five minutes for this. Amen. All right. All right. While she's looking up her notes, who's going to go? Amen. Wrong notebook. All right. Come on. All right. I just thought I'd do that. Say it one more time. All right. All right. As a true convert, we begin to bear fruit. Come on, give her a hand. That's, that's powerful. That's powerful, right? Amen. You have a fruitful life, right? You, you begin to bear these fruits. What other fruits do we bear? Fruit of what? Repentance. There you go. The, the fruit of reconciliation. In other words, you have relationships that were broken and you go back and you start reconciling with those people because your heart is softened. Amen. What you got? Oh, the fruit of remembrance, right? You remember. Amen. What were you saying? Fruit of gratitude, yeah. What she said, babe? All right. Sin makes a true convert uncomfortable. All right. Gratefulness. 
Huh? Mm, true converts never forget. Come on, y'all. We're doing this thing, right? Amen. Now, these are the things that are important, right? That we have to understand that when you're learning something, you know, we learn, but but oftentimes we don't really go back to these notes. You, you understand what I'm saying? So I want you to get into the habit, and I'm getting ready to put together a little, a little something for you, a tool for you, to show you how to take your Sunday notes and your Tuesday notes and turn it into a devotion. Amen. Where you take the points, and then every day for that week, what you're doing is you're taking it, and you're making it an application for that day along with the scripture. Amen. So, so, so it's important that you do that, right? Okay, so we talked about the true versus false conversion. Anybody else got anything? Ooh. My, my, my. True convert has the characteristic of a sheep. Amen. He knows, hears, and responds to the what? To the voice of Jesus. Come on, y'all. That's powerful. What you say? True converts seek advice, but be careful who you seek advice from. There you go. I knew you had a. I knew you had a home run. Uh oh. Let me. Let me. That's a sore subject. Here. Let me stop. <laughs> huh? Obey and trust. Right? When you're a true convert, it's easy to trust God. Right? It's not hard to do the right thing, right? But I found out that people who struggle doing right, you got to check their conversion. Amen. Now, watch this. Tonight now, I want to look at, I, I, I left out one, okay? I, I, I know I was going to talk about carnality and spirituality. So I want to look at three different types of people now. The natural man, the spiritual man, and the carnal man. The natural man, the what? The spiritual man, or the carnal man. Amen. There are three Christians. <laughs> well, actually, two Christian categories, and one is an unbeliever. The natural man is an unbeliever. The carnal man is a believer without application, and the spiritual man is a believer with application. Just to summarize it, okay? Here's the thing. When you get saved, you face still another decision. Amen. And the first decision that you will make after you get saved is what type of Christian you're going to be. Amen. It's a decision. It's a decision that you have to make, but here's the thing about that decision. When you first become a believer, you and I are what I call, we are very vulnerable, very impressionable. Amen. So wherever you got saved or whoever you got saved under, you become like the people you got saved under. Amen. So if there's a lot of carnality there, if it's a lot of spirituality there, if it's a lot of naturalness there, 
then you will become like the person who led you to Christ. And all of us as believers have to make a decision every day, really, pretty much, until you come to a place of maturity and ask yourself a question, what type of Christian am I going to be? What type of what? Christian am I going to be? Uh, here's another thing you're going to be faced with. You're going to be faced with the decision to start doing things that you've never done before. Write them down. Number one, praying. That's, a, that's, that's one of the decisions you're going to have to make as a believer. Praying. Worship. Amen. Worship. Uh, studying God's word. Attending church, uh, giving, amen, um, going deeper into God's word, coming to Bible study and Sunday morning, right? You and I as believers, we're not just saved and that's it. We're saved and then we have decisions to make. Are you with me? Listen, a carnal Christian Will be, would be a Christian that behaves in ways that are motivated by fleshly desires. Amen. A carnal, a carnal believer. But I want to begin looking at the natural man. Go to 1 Corinthians chapter 2. We have to go first to 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 14. Now remember, once you have gotten to the place in your Christian journey where you have made up in your mind that you're sure that you're saved, that you're, con you're not just saved, but your conversion is real. How many can say tonight that you are sure that your conversion is real? Very good. Very good. Very good. Very good. Because if you're not sure of that, we can't go no further. See, you and I have something. All right? We have something going for us. And God wants to do something in your life. He wants to transform you into something that you don't even, you can't even imagine. Amen. Next week, next Thursday, it will be 21 years since I gave my life to Christ. And I'm going to share something with you. A true convert... Never turns back. Say it one more time. Now, here's the thing. People say, well, you know, it's tough, it's rough. But as a true convert, you never turn back. Ever. Amen. Now, you may have some rough days. You may have some struggles, but you never turn back. Because you are settled in your heart your heart has been converted, and you have a new nature, and you are able now to make right choices. Are you with me? Watch this. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. And look what it says. What does it say? But a what? What, is he, what, what, is, what, what, what can he do? What can't he do? 
All right. The natural man does not accept the things of the Spirit of God. In other words, anything he hears from the Spirit of God, the Word of God, it vexes his spirit. The natural man, amen, uh, economically he thinks rich, poor, middle class. Amen. Academically, he's intellectual or illiterate. Come on, help me somebody. He's either cultural or uncultural, but the natural man can sit in church but never respond to the Spirit of God. Can I help you with somebody with something? It's hard to sit in church. I, listen, we live in Laodicea time, right? This is a time where there's a great falling away from the church. People's love has grown cold. We, matter of fact, not cold, we're lukewarm. One day we're hot, next day we're cold. As a matter of fact, we, it seems like we got menopause spiritually. Did I say that? I didn't say that. <laughs> Come on, save. You know what I mean? Like one day we woo, we high, we're up in the sky, right? Next day we're like, man. <laughs> he says the natural man does not accept the things of the Spirit of God, for they are what? Here's the thing, here's the thing, right? The natural man, and you got to ask yourself a question, right? The natural man, when he hears all this stuff, it's foolishness to him. It's like, man, that stuff is foolish. That stuff don't make no sense. As a matter of fact, it doesn't add up. <laughs> Amen. The natural man is not looking to try to understand because he cannot understand. Look at the text. The text says he cannot understand them because they are spiritually what? Appraised. In other words, he's bankrupt. The natural man. Now, here's the thing. You got to ask yourself a question, right? Remember how I always say when I preach, if none of this makes sense to you, then maybe you're not saved. The one characteristic you got to understand about a natural person, they live a self-directed life rather than a surrendered life. Self is on the throne. So it's all about them. And it's never about anybody else. As a matter of fact, all they seek for is glory for themselves. Amen. And here's the thing about it. The natural person will walk around they, they may, because they're so focused on external that you may be fooled to think. Listen, a true convert is going to run the church. A true convert is going to know that, listen, it's Wednesday night. There's a word coming. There's worship. And guess what? I'm coming to hear from God. Hello, somebody. Unless it's just foolishness to them. Are you following me? Look what he says. Look what he says. Now let's back up. I want to back up to verse 10. Are you with me? Look what he says. He says, for to us God revealed them through the spirit. For the spirit searches all things, even the depths of God. Now I'm breaking into the middle of it. For who among men knows the thoughts of a man except the what? The spirit of a man which is in him. 
even so the thoughts of God no one knows except the what? The Spirit of God. Now we have received what? Not the, the natural man. Listen, let, me, let me tell you about the spirit of the world. Spirit of the world seeks worldly things. The natural man, write this down, does not have the Holy Spirit. Natural man doesn't have the Holy Spirit. He does not have the Holy Spirit. The, the natural man, watch this, he has no appreciation for the things of God. Amen. That's why it's foolishness to him. But we have not received the spirit of the world. You know what I'm saying? You know what the spirit of the world is? Chaos. Spirit of the world is, is and it's very deceiving, by the way. He says, watch this, but the spirit who is from God. God, I said this to you Sunday, and Sister Hunt spoke to the women on last Wednesday about it. Watch this, that you and I now have God's guarantee, God's down payment. So that when you read the word, it's illuminated by way of the spirit. Nothing that we're doing tonight is apart from the spirit. I don't know how people just turn them on and turn them off that quick. I don't understand that. I, you know, when you wake up one, one in the morning, you say, I just don't, I ain't going to do right today. <laughs> That's not the spirit of Christ. That's what he says. Look what he says. He says, so that we will know the things so that we the reason God gave us the Spirit is so that you and I will know what? The things freely given to us by God. Interesting to me that without the Spirit, you and I are clueless as to what we have. Kind of what I've been talking about on Sunday. Our spiritual blessings. Man, listen, I hope, you, I hope you've been feeding on that. Because sometimes when I see some of you on Monday, it don't look like you still listen. Don't look, look like you forgot that you got spiritual blessings. That when the devil starts throwing his darts at you, you got to remind him who you are. You got to remind him that you're a child of God, that you have the spirit of God. And not only that, but here's the thing, that you have, you have knowledge of the things of God. How can you have the knowledge of the things of God and yet still live defeated? Come on, help me somebody. Come on, help me now. Now watch what he says in verse 13. He says, which things we also speak, not in words taught by natural man. Let me tell you about human wisdom. There's, a such, there's such thing as a human wisdom, as human wisdom. You know that, right? Watch this. The man, uh, the, the guy, um, that the, the founder of Tesla, Elon Musk, he's a genius. Oh, man, he has wisdom of this world. Jeff Bezos. Come on, somebody. Uh, Bill Gates. Uh, wisdom of this world. But they lack what's really important. They lack, they don't have... The things from God, which do you want? Things from God or things from the world? 
the natural man only seeks cash, cars, and commodities. The natural man is more materialistic than anything else. I'm just talking about the natural man. The, listen, listen. Not only uh, the natural man often good, he has good moral behavior with the wrong motives. He's got good what? Moral behavior with what? Wrong motives. In other words, he'll give to cancer. But, but he wants to end with the, with the governor so that he can push his agenda. You understand? I'm just using that as an illustration. You understand? So, so that's, it comes with a price tag. You understand where I'm going with this? Um, the natural man, the Bible says here in verse 13, says, for us, not in words taught by human wisdom, but in those taught by the Spirit. Combining spiritual, the, listen to this, the spiritual man has the capacity to think spiritual thoughts and to speak spiritual words. Let me ask you a question, how's your conversation? What's your conversation like? What is, what is combined in your conversation? What, what is it mixed up with? Scripture, you know, wisdom from the Spirit, from the Word of God and the Spirit of God. Sometimes we speak so we speak like we're defeated as believers. But unless you and I are operating in the Spirit and we're building up the Spirit, man, guess what? We will not speak spiritual things, but we have the capacity to do it. Now, here's what you have to pay attention to. What do you input every day? 97.9, the box. <laughs> now we just stream stuff. How many hours of Netflix? Amazon Prime. Fire stick, bootleg fire stick, that is. <laughs> Where you can catch everything for free. Do you not know that's stealing? Oh, no. No, the natural man said, man, that's a deal. Y'all follow me? Go ahead and say, ouch. Amen. It used to be we used to buy the DVDs in front of the Chinese restaurant. Remember that? <laughs> and look, we'd be like, man, man shoot, man, shoot, yeah, $5, okay. Come on now, come on now. Look, we had stacks of DVDs, man. Listen, we had, listen, we had a whole library. Y'all ain't trying to hit me. And if the DVD police would come to your doorstep, FBI. <laughs> but the natural man says, it's okay. You know, it won't hurt. Y'all ain't trying to hear me. Now look what, that's, that's look what he says. He says, combining spiritual thoughts with spiritual words. 
How do you speak? Can I help you something? The way you speak, I never forget when God delivered me from cursing. You know what I mean? And and then and then you know every now and then I fell back, you know, I fall back, you know. You know what I mean? But but listen, I, I realized that it was a habit. You understand? Learn behavior. Let me tell you what's so amazing about salvation that God will stop you from cursing. The power of the Spirit to just stop you from speaking negative all the time. Like, and I'm not just talking about negative sometimes, I'm talking about all the time. Why is it that we're so temperamental as believers? Up and down. <laughs> I believe because we're not practicing. You have to practice speaking spiritual things, spiritual words. Bless the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. To God be the glory. Everything is going to be all right. Weeping may endure for a night. Joy will come in the morning. Listen, I've been young and I've been old. I'm talking about learning how to speak back the word to God. And not only that, but being able to combine, watch this, your thoughts with your words. Sometimes the thoughts we have and the words that come out don't line up. Natural man. And sometimes we can scare ourselves and start looking like the natural man. Remember, the natural man does not have the Spirit of God. He is unable to do it. He's un Listen, the natural man lives a self-directed life. Watch this. Christ is outside of his life. His interests are self-motivated. He's never thinking about anybody else but himself. He's physically alive but spiritually dead. He's a dead man walking. I wish I had somebody. And everything that he puts in his life is to gratify his deadness. Crazy, right? Listen to this. Listen to this. Watch this. I'm going to show you something. Look, 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 at verse, look at verse 15. But he, man, it, Paul, Paul lays this thing out, man. Paul lays this out. Doesn't he make a, in, in, in Greek, this is what you call a contrast. Okay, it's a contrast. He's contrasting us. He's showing you. If you really want to know who you are, look at yourself. Evaluate yourself according not to what the world is telling you, but what the word is telling you. And the word will find you out and let you know, like, okay, am I spiritual, am I carnal, or am I natural? So which one are you? Okay, now you may say you bipolar. <laughs> like, one day you wake up, you... Hello, everybody. I'm just happy. God is good. And then you wake up the next day, don't talk to me. This ain't the day. 
you better back it up. I just want to be left alone. I'm saying like yesterday you were like, okay, but check this out. But then the next day, you just zoned out. <laughs> Listen. You just walking around just frustrated. Just You're not even mad. But your focus is not on this. Do you know why a lot of people don't pick this Bible up? Because they don't understand it. But the Bible says you should be able to understand it because you have the Spirit of God. You with me? So like three days out of the week, you somebody different. Till you come to Bible study. That's why I used to like doing Bible study on Tuesday. I catch you by Tuesday, bring you back. <laughs> come on, y- y'all know I'm telling the truth, right? Like by the time you get in your car, <laughs> thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And then you go on, then you turn on the radio. And you're thinking to yourself, and you've been doing this for like, you've been coming to church for like seven years. And ain't nothing could change. <laughs> like seven long periods of time. Okay. You got more cologne. And you don't buy the you don't buy the real stuff, you buy the cheap stuff. I never forget when I was smoking, man. And I went to, I was I was saved. And I went, I was in seminary. And I went to I went to class. And my professor come up to me and said, Man, you stink. <laughs> what are you covering up? Could you please sit the back back? You you get me every week. Now the carnal man, the flesh man. You understand what I'm saying? My, my whole, my, man, listen, I'm like, man, I, man, did he, t- hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Wait a minute. I know he didn't. And he was serious. He said, you, my, no, you just, you just messed me up. And you do it every week. What are you covering up? I got up politely. Thank the Lord that I was in the spirit. Amen. And I went to the back of class. And I never said a word in that class for the rest of the semester. Because I was found out. Y'all ain't trying to hear me. See, when we get found out, we get mad. Amen. But let me help you with something. 
it helped me to understand that you could try to cover up all you want. Eventually, you will be found out. You understand what I'm saying? So I know about them struggles. I know about going out of here and going back into the element, and then you just you just going back to regular. I know about that. But what God showed me in 21 years is that the gospel is real. And if you take this thing for real and quit playing with it, God will motivate you to change. And the beauty of this is you don't have to change you. He changes you little by little as you come and really listen. I love what, what one of the brothers tell me, told me, and you know, we talked about. It, you know, sometimes people tell you what? Don't do what I tell you to do. Don't do what I do. Do what I tell you to do. And that's a jacked up principle because when you think about it, right, you're telling me not to do something, right? You're telling me not to do something, but you're not giving me an example of what to do. But yet you're telling me that's what you ought to do. That's the natural man. Like, what's up with that, right? Listen, watch this. The spiritual person appraises all things. Yet he himself is appraised by what? By no one. Other words, the only person that will put you under scrutiny is Jesus. The spiritual person. Watch this one. He says, verse 16, for who has known the mind of the Lord that he will. Now, this is the part you got to get. This is what you have to understand about the spiritual person. Okay, you got to get this. It's a phrase that has stuck with me my entire Christian life. How many believe the word like you really believe it, right? I believe this stuff, man. I believe it. Now, when you look at church, history is jacked up. Okay, but if you can leave all that stuff out and you can just really accept what it says by faith, not some of it, all of it. All of it. It is the inspired word of God. So let's talk about this for a minute. If he says, but we have the mind of Christ, what does that mean? How does that look? What's going through your mind right now? Well, I'm going to wait till you leave and then ask you. We have the mind of Christ. So therefore, we have the capacity to think spiritually. When Jesus was tempted, what I'm teaching at 9 o'clock, what I'm preaching on 9 o'clock, watch this. What do you think got him over? The way he thought. He had the word of God. If Jesus relied on the word of God to fight off Satan, what should we do? Right. And we have the mind of Christ. But what we have to do on a daily basis, you ready for this? We have to renew the mind. 
So, so the idea of renewing your mind is like this. Go into the library, you check out a book, and you go back in and you check it back in, and you get another book. You're renewing it. Or you go back and say, I need another stamp. It's an everyday renewal, not an every other day renewal, not an every now and then renewal. And that's the thing, y'all. In the Christian life, we can imitate very well. You do know that, right? We can imitate very, very well. We're good copiers. People think spirituality is the way you dress and the way you walk and the way you talk. No, it's inside. It's inside of you. As a matter of fact, what you do outwardly is an expression of what's going on inside of you. If you, if you don't take care of yourself, it, it, it reflects outwardly. It, it reflects what's going on inwardly. Come on, help me somebody. Are you with me? But we have the mind of Christ. And if I have the mind of Christ, and because I have the mind of Christ, then I'm able to have spiritual thoughts. I'm able to beat the devil. Because I have the spirit of God that gives me that mind. Are you with me? Go to Ephesians chapter 4. Be there Sunday. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 18. I'll read verse 17 real quick. In the what kind? In what of their mind? So, so look. So, so it tells us that the Gentiles has or has a futile mind, and that word simply just means it's all laden with the world. You understand what I'm saying? It, it's it's darkened thinking. You know what I mean? It's just thinking that's stinking. You know what I mean? That's how I can put it. Right? But you have what? Man, I'm going to change the way I think. Come on, tell your name. I'm going to change the way I think. Because I have the mind of Christ. Come on, you need to say it. I have the mind of Christ. Come on, man. If, if you're looking at a situation right now that you're going, you know, isn't it amazing how the something breaks? The first thing we think, oh, man. We don't think like, the other day, I, I put a, <laughs> man, God be testing me, man. <laughs> I, I replaced my wife's uh, visor in the car, right? <laughs> so, so I had, to, I, had to, I had the car on. I had it on auxiliary. And when I plugged it up, like seven fuses blew out. Car is black. I'm like, man, I wasn't thinking about it because I was in the garage. So then, I, you know, I was just so happy to put it all out. I said, babe, come see what I did. And then I went to 
Listen, you know, them new car, it, n- nothing, just nothing. Where'd my mind go? Satan knows when you have a soreness about an issue. Because I had just been through this soreness about car issues. And here in my mind, I'm thinking, man, what now? I mean, nothing came on. Nothing. But thank God I was studying. This. So, okay, I got the mind of Christ. So I started playing around. I, I hit the little button on the, on, the, on the ignition, and it pulled off the cap, and I was able to take the key and started it. Everything started up. I didn't know that. I didn't know that, right? I was thinking the worst immediately, like, okay, the computer's gone. This is gone. And then... It's, you know, it's 11 o'clock at night. I can't go nowhere. I can't go no sto- I can't go to the, the, the auto parts store, nothing. So I had to go through the night. <laughs> y'all ain't trying to. I'm trying to be practical here for y'all. I had to go through the whole night. And it seemed like morning wouldn't come. Anybody with me now? And I'm saying to myself, like, man, hold on a minute now. I went inside, I sat on my couch, I said, man, Lord, I'm going to put this in your hands, and I'm done with it. YouTube. That's it. That's it, and I'm trying to help you with something. You know, we want to call it panic, but it's not panic. What it really is, what it really boils down to is this, that what we often do, y'all, this is what we often do. We Think the worst before we think the best. And what it amounts to is that we're thinking like the natural man. I don't want to think like the natural man. That's what we used to be. Look what the text says. The text says, this is what it says. It says, being what? The futility of the mind being what? Darkened in their what? Excluded. From the what? Man, can you imagine being excluded from the life of God? Come on now. We're barely holding on, but guess what? Can you imagine being where you used to be? Man, listen, I ain't going back. I ain't ain't going back, y'all. I ain't going back. The world isn't fair. I want to tell you something. The devil is real, but the world isn't fair. And when you think that there's something out there that's better than God, then you may be a natural person. But watch what he says. He says what? He says, he says, he says, he's excluded from the life of God because of the what? Because of the what? That's the fighting words, man, right there. Man, one time I said that to a guy. But the word ignorance simply means that you don't have information. You don't have the right information. So he says that, that, that we're excluded from the life bank. Man, listen, because of the ignorance that is in them, but there's something else that's happening in them. What is it?
Some people got a hard heart, y'all. Listen, the, the compassion, they lack compassion. My time's up. No compassion, no love, no peace, no joy, no contentment. Listen, because the, hard, the hardness, listen, has, that has taken place inside of them. Watch this. And they have become what? Haven't become what? Callous. Having given themselves over to what? Sensuality for the practice of every kind of what? Impurity with what? Greediness. They're greedy at that. The natural man. I'm talking about the natural man. The natural man will come to church and then drop out and move on. The natural man, the natural man, he's so misinformed. But yet he thinks he has it going on. But I thank God tonight that we have the mind of Christ. Look what he says. This is deep right here, man. Verse 20. But you did not what? What? If indeed you have what? And have been just as the truth is in Jesus. That in reference to your former manner of life, you lay aside the old self, which is being corrupted in accordance with the lust of deceit, and that you be renewed, there it is, in the spirit of your mind. May I close here and say this? Say this, listen, listen, listen. We can change, y'all. Once you are sure that you're saved, you have to start paying attention to this. I promise you, when I wake up in the morning, 5,000 thoughts come to my mind at the same time. Literally, like. I'm like, man, what in the world? I said, what did Sister Hunt cook last night? <laughs> but can I tell you something? Can I tell you where Satan attacks? But I just showed you something. You have to, number one, renew your mind. You have to then renew the spirit of your mind because the Bible says that your mind has a spirit and that spirit is the Holy Spirit. You have the mind of Christ and then he says you put on what? The new self which is in the likeness of God and has been created in righteousness, holiness, and truth. See? Let, me, let me say this. The natural man can't tell the truth. It's impossible for him to tell the truth because he is depraved. Amen. Next week we'll we'll go into the spiritual man. We'll go into the spiritual man. Give God a hand clap of praise, the natural man.
What a blessing. I think, I, I believe that we can learn so much if we really apply it now. That's why I ask you, what, what did you learn about conversion, right? Like, seriously, like, you know, taking all these notes is good, but I want you to, when you go home, look over it again. Look over it tomorrow morning. Okay, we talked about, okay, God, you, and this is how you pray. God, you said we ha I have the mind of Christ. I want to renew my mind this morning. I want to renew my thoughts right now, God. Holy Spirit, fill me afresh and give me the power to think differently tonight, this morning. Or even tonight on your way home. Change your thinking, amen? And God will bless you, amen? Amen. Praise God. Thank God for the word. Thank God for the word.